Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennen, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more, it's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, I'm Joanna Hennen. Welcome to the Soul Smart Podcast, episode number six. And today we're talking to one of my favorite people. Hi, Holly. Hello, Joanna. <laughs> my friend Holly Wharton is an amazing, amazing woman. I'm so excited to be interviewing her on the podcast today. So, Holly is a business mindset alchemist. She helps women entrepreneurs to dissolve their visibility blocks and their limiting beliefs around money so that they can take easy, inspired action and take their business to new heights. And I think this is so, so cool. She uses a process that's unique because she channeled it herself called heart-centered energy work. And I've experienced this myself and it has, it has really, really changed things for me. It's really helped me I'm on my business journey. It actually has helped me to take my business to new heights. So it's, <laughs> what Holly talks about is completely, completely true. And I invited Holly on the podcast today because what we're interested in on the Soul Smart podcast is, of course, the hidden side of success. So that all those things that go on behind the scenes are a part of success and that make our success easier and that make our success kind of more something that will definitely happen rather than something we're constantly striving towards. And Holly has just so much to contribute on this topic. So welcome, Holly. <laughs> Thank you. Well, why don't you take a moment and introduce yourself? Tell us a bit of your story. Okay. So I have been self-employed since 1999, which sounds like so long ago now. But my first business, which I had for 10 and a half years with a business partner, was in the hospitality industry. We had eco-hotels in Latin America. And I had never had a business before. I had never wanted to run a business before. And somehow I found myself, we created it from scratch, from just absolutely nothing, built it from the ground up, literally built the thing. I was staining the wood when I first got there. And, <laughs> and then I kind of fell into the role of online marketing. So I was working in marketing and sales for our company. And for 10 and a half years was running that business. And then finally I left that business, took some time off to figure out what I wanted to do trained as a coach, trained as an NLP practitioner, and tried to set up my coaching business and really, really struggled setting up my coaching business. And it was really confusing to me because I had, unlike everyone else that I trained with as a coach, I was the only one who had practical business and marketing experience, over 10 years of business and marketing experience. And so theoretically, I had everything I needed to build this business easily but it wasn't easy. It was really, really hard. And so I started this process in about 2011, January, 2011. I set up my website, started marketing, started doing stuff. And it was just, it was like running through mud. It was really, really hard. It was slow. It was challenging. And it brought up all of my crap. It brought up all of my fears and my blocks and my limiting beliefs. And I am not good enough and the self-esteem issues and self-confidence issues and fears of visibility and just so much. But I wasn't even aware of that. Until a couple of years later in 2013, I trained in this technique that I used to use called Psych-K, which works on reprogramming subconscious beliefs. And I trained in that for personal use, but then I realized how quick and easy it was 
to change beliefs and I started using it for my business. And that was when I started really seeing my business get more into flow because I was clearly kind of digging up to the surface the mindset stuff that was keeping me stuck and I was shifting it on a daily basis. I was doing this work with myself every single day. Wow. It's so interesting, right? Because we get so stuck into the things that we need to do to create mm-hmm. success and our strategies and our plans and all this stuff. And in fact, and that's the stuff we talk about, right? But in fact, mm. so much that needs to happen at the energy level behind the scenes. And the more people I talk to about this, whether on the podcast or elsewhere, like the more I see that mm-hmm. everybody does this stuff behind the scenes. But what we're talking about is all the kind of external things. Mm-hmm. We're not talking enough, not sharing enough about all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that also contributes, obviously, to the success that we get to experience. Mm. So it's so easy to see these online entrepreneurs who are really big, really famous, and you think, oh, well, they're obviously born confident <laughs> because we're not talking about this stuff. Yeah, born <laughs> confident. I'm not, I don't know, is anybody actually born? Born confident? I, I don't know. I don't. I'm I sure was a handful of people that are, but <laughs> I wasn't born confident. So my, you know, my confidence is completely self-made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's an important thing to call out. Is as you said, it's self-made. Like you consciously worked on it. I'm not a fan of the fake it till you make it thing because I don't think that works. And so many people say it, but I think it really doesn't work for the vast majority of people. No, it doesn't come from an, a place of integrity, right? And when you, no. you're an entrepreneur that was calling yourself a heart-centered entrepreneur, soul-driven, soul-centered, all that kind of thing, I think we need to stay in integrity and fake it. Yeah. Yeah, faking anything is probably not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really interested to hear more about your daily practice and maybe we can talk a little bit about kind of the things that go into the making of your success on a daily basis so what do you pay attention to and what do you do and then Mm. of course I really want to hear more about your unique process the heart-centered energy work okay so when I first started doing this mindset work with myself as I said I was doing this on a daily basis And I really had to retrain my mind to dig up the stuff that I'd been pushing down for so long. So rather than kind of pushing it down and saying, I will hustle on, I will forge ahead, I will do what I need to do. I was stopping and giving myself the time and the space to let all of those fears come up to the surface and look at them and write them down. And I had a notebook. And every day I would write down in my notebook all the stuff that I was procrastinating on because I was scared of it. Why was I scared of it? Why didn't I want to do it? And I was writing it all down. And at the end of the day, I would spend half an hour or an hour working with myself to do, to change those beliefs from what I had, which wasn't serving me, to what I wanted, which would serve me. And that's how I started seeing big results in my business. So it's about cultivating the habit of digging that stuff up and bringing it to the surface so that you can work on it, whether it's with yourself or with someone else. Right. Now, now that I've been doing this for so long, I don't necessarily, I go through phases with it. I don't necessarily do this work with myself every single day. So I'll go through maybe a week or two where I'm doing it every single day and then I'll go for like a week or so and not do anything because I'm kind of adapting to the changes that I've made because you do feel shifts every time you do this work. Yeah, sure. That's really, I mean, it's it's such great advice, right? To pay attention to this stuff every single day. And like, I think everybody can actually 
like write down all the limiting stuff that comes up as you try and build your business, as you try and make offers or do live streams or whatever it is. But like, what would you suggest to people who aren't necessarily trained in a specific technique? So, I mean, you had the advantage of being trained yeah. in something in Psych K. What if you're not trained in anything? What can you do on a daily basis to help still yourself? Still on a daily basis, dig this stuff up and still write it down. Because whether you're going to work with yourself or work with someone else, you need to know what you need to work on. And if you continue to push that stuff down and not look at it, you're not going to know what you need to work on. So if you cultivate that habit of looking at the stuff, you're about to send out an email to your list and you're thinking, oh, I feel sick in my stomach. What is this? Why do I feel sick? Is it because I'm afraid of being visible? Is it because I'm afraid of taking up space in their inbox? Is it because of the specific thing that I'm saying? Like, it doesn't take that long once you make this a habit. And just write it down in a notebook. And then work with someone else if you're not going to train in something yourself to make these changes. So find a professional that uses a technique that you like that will help you make these changes at the subconscious level and at the energetic levels. Because you really got to do this work at those deeper levels if you want to see fast and sustainable results. I love what you say about not pushing the stuff down because I think there's a tendency in the, certainly in the spiritual world and kind of, I don't know, I feel like the online space has become, we've talked about this before, Holly, I feel like the online space has become very kind of on the surface and we don't, we kind of shy away from the deeper stuff and the deeper stuff is often uncomfortable and we don't really want to look at it. So to cultivate this habit of looking at your blocks and your, your crap, Every single day. Like that's a really courageous thing to do, no? It is. And I think also you need to be aware of, you don't want to allow yourself to get stuck in a downward spiral of it and start beating yourself up. Why do I have this fear? Like dig it up, write it down and move on with your day. So if you're about to send that email, you know, you write it down. What's your fear? Then you send the email, do your thing. Then half an hour later, when you're approaching someone to be a guest on your podcast and you think, oh, I wonder if I'm good enough. I wonder if she's going to want to say yes. Then you write that down because that's another thing you need to work on. And then you send the email inviting the person. But it's even if you're taking action on that stuff, you still need to write down that you had that ickiness or that fear or that block because by shifting those beliefs you'll make it so much easier for you to take that action in the future. You won't have that like uh, yeah. stuckness. Yeah, and to take more action, right? Because maybe you yeah. took action on that, but maybe you've resisted taking action on and something And take else. bigger action. And take bigger action. Yeah, that's so important. Wow. <laughs> I need to do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I mean, just as a reminder to everybody, like there are also some ways that you can do this yourself, right? So there are yeah. ways that you can clear stuff yourself and certainly the patterns that maybe aren't as ingrained, like you can use EF- EFT, emotional yep. technique, tapping videos on YouTube. And there are just lots of ways you can do it yourself. And I find that, I don't know if it's the same for you, Holly, but I find that there's always like a layer that I can do on my own. And then yeah. I feel that I can't get any further and yet yeah. there's still something there. And then I need someone like you yeah. <laughs> to help me go deeper with the stuff that I'm not super thrilled to look at. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And even though I'm trained in this technique and I use my own process, I still work with other people because there's stuff that I can't see because I'm in my head all day. And so I need that external perspective of someone to be like, hey, this thing you need to work on it. And it might be something that I haven't been able to see myself. So I find it really, personally, I find it really useful to have a technique that I can use with myself, but also work with someone else to get clear the stuff that I can't even see. Yeah, of course. Cause I mean, you can't work with someone else like every single day. So you need to develop some kind of habit of looking yeah. at this stuff and releasing yeah. it. 
something yeah. at some level. And then, well, yeah, and then you call in the big guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the deep stuff, right? So, yes. And, and speaking of calling in the big guns, <laughs> the perfect opportunity for you to tell us about the unique process that you use, because I think it's just really, really awesome. I love it. So it's called heart-centered energy work and it works at both the subconscious level and the energetic level. So it works by creating a, you create a vision of what your goal is, really kind of dig up the details and what it is that you want, what it is that you need to believe in order to have achieved that goal. Who is it that you need to be? How do you need to step up? Really get into the details. And then it works by reprogramming your subconscious beliefs while simultaneously shifting any energy blocks. And you do that through breath work and focusing on one of the chakras. So it's very difficult to explain if you're not experiencing it, but it's very much focused on what you do want and what you need to believe about yourself to make that happen rather than what you don't want Mm. because what you don't want is released in the process. Wow. And I I think that's so cool as well, because I think we collectively have this tendency to really kind of look at all the blocks and the limiting beliefs and all the crap, right? And that's not kind of serving our energy as much as it would be to, to look at how to, what we actually do want and how we want to feel. Exactly. And so when I talk about spending some time each day digging up that crap and writing it down, that's the first step. The next step is, okay, I have this fear. What would I rather have instead? So you need to shift that around into what you do want. So you're focusing on that rather than what you don't want and then work on programming that belief or that releasing that energy flow. So with this technique, the heart-centered energy work, like does that work on every, like anything? You can reprogram yourself for anything at all? Well, I've only been doing it for a year now, so probably haven't tried everything, but it's been great for all the things I've used to. And I've mostly been using it for business and personal stuff. So, And so do you use it on yourself as well? Yes, I do. Okay. So what kinds of things, can you give us some examples of like the things that you've used for yourself? Like, is it for smaller chunks of your big vision or is it to program yourself for your big vision? Just to get an idea for how, you know, how you use it. Yeah, it's both. It's both. So definitely helps me get clear on programming my big vision, but also the smaller stuff. Because anytime I come across a block or I get stuck on something or I get that icky feeling when I'm stretching outside my comfort zone, that's something that I can use. So whether it's releasing a new book or reaching out to someone to be a guest on my podcast or launching a new product or a new service, that kind of thing. Could be very specific things like that, or it could be working on the general vision for your business. Yeah. And do you use it every day or not? Well, like I said, I go through phases where I will use it every day and then I'll go through phases where I won't do anything for a couple of weeks. It's been like this long enough that I feel like that's kind of a natural cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like I do a lot of work and then I almost have to step back and let it shift mm-hmm. rather than constantly doing the work. Yeah. Um, yeah, the energy has to settle again, doesn't it? Yeah. So is there anything else that you do every day? Like how do you manage your energy? Because I think we, I don't think we need to kind of mm-hmm. show or prove that energy work is a big part of success. I think anybody listening to this already knows that. Um, So how do you, besides like clearing the stuff, like how do you manage your energy on a daily basis? This may be a weird thing, but I drink a lot of water. (laughs) And it's, I notice a huge difference between the days that I drink a lot of water and the days that I don't. I am just exhausted if I don't drink enough water. So I drink water out of pint glasses and I try to drink four pints a day. Wow. Also, I have a kind of an energetic limit on how many clients 
clients I can see in one day, and that's three. I do 90-minute sessions, and I can only handle three 90-minute sessions a day. And I will have one pint of water per client. Because I've noticed if I don't have a pint of water with each client session, I feel exhausted by the end of it. So those are two kind of really important ways. The water, it makes a huge difference in how I manage my energy. It makes It's wow. the difference between feeling good at the end of the day or feeling like I need to just go straight to bed. Oh, this is like my favorite tip ever. Because... <laughs> Because, because it's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> because when we talk about like energy management stuff, the assumption is that we'll have to like sit in meditation for an hour every morning or <laughs> visualize your dream for 30 minutes or, you know, whatever those things are, they seem to take a lot of time right? This is just such a simple way and also is linked to energy. It's not just your physical health, obviously, although water helps that as well, but it, it actually influences how you feel. In a huge way. I notice a big difference. And it's hard for me because I'm not naturally a big water drinker. So I ended up installing an app on my phone where I track every time I finish a pint of water, I track it on my app and that helps me stay on track. Although, like I said, if I have clients, it's one pint per client. Plus wow. an extra pint at the end of the day. So. <laughs> so actually that tip is also fantastic, right? The boundaries. So when yeah. we're talking about the energy that goes into creating success, setting mm-hmm. really, really bound, well, I don't want to say strict boundaries, but boundaries that are right for you yeah. and your energy levels so that you still feel energized and good <laughs> about your business. Yeah. And respecting your limitations rather than trying to push beyond them. Ooh. Because <laughs> I think some limitations are not bad. I'm fine doing three clients a day, three days a week. That's a nice mix for me because I use Mondays and Fridays for other things, but, you know, working in other parts of my business. Sure, if I wanted to find a way to work with five clients in a day, I could find a way to do it, but that's what naturally works for me. That's also, I mean, (laughs) wow, that's also a really good insight, actually, because that's not something that... I feel that we think about enough when we're thinking about success because we're always like thinking about what we can do more of. And even this energy stuff, like it, it still falls under that same heading. Like what else could we do yeah. or what, how else can we be to create more success? Whereas what you're yeah. saying is that some limitations are actually good for us. Mm, so I yeah. wonder like, I wonder how you know, like which limitations are good are kind of good for you, are healthy for you, and which ones need to be overcome with some kind of energy work then? I think it's a, how does it feel? Like I feel really energized and nourished when I'm drinking my water and seeing three clients a day. If I were frustrated by that, and if I really wanted more, then maybe that would be the time to shift some blocks and see if that gave me a different perspective. Another thing that I do to manage my energy is I always have a half an hour at least in between calls. Because it gives me time to kind of unwind from one call and then get into the other call. I never, ever, ever do back-to-back calls because that just stresses me out too much. So that's a really, you know, a really important factor of anything really is that feeling good idea, (laughs) right? That it's okay to set up your business or set up your practice or set up any kind of success that you want to create around what feels good to you. And if, you know, if one client a day feels good, then awesome. Yeah, and if three clients feel good and back to back feels great to you, I know yeah. people who thrive on that, who could just yeah. do clients all day long back to back and it doesn't seem to affect them or the quality of their work or anything, right? And that's awesome. Mm. 
Yeah. It's all about finding what works for you rather than following some blueprint that you read online. Yeah. Wow. That's so, I love your tips because they're such a perfect kind of combination of really (laughs) practical stuff and really kind of, you know, energy work, spiritual stuff. So, which is obviously like what we all are a combination of. That's, that's really cool. So when we think about success, so when you think about success specifically, what do you think those keys to success are? You know, like if you had to name a few things that you think are like non-negotiable Um, Mm. as things that support your success or that will definitely help you create more success, let's say in your business, for example, Mm. what would those things be? Freedom is a big thing for me. That is my number one value. Freedom and having the freedom of choice and freedom of options specifically. So like in this business, I've got it set up the way I want to have it set up. Like I said, three clients a day, minimum half an hour between calls, discovery calls and other things get slotted in there. But that's how I run it. And I only speak to people Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, don't usually schedule calls on Monday and Friday. I I have, have the freedom to do that. And I love that. And to me, that feels successful. In my first business, like I said, it was hospitality. I lived at the hotels for the first several years which meant that guests knew which room was mine. They would knock on my door at all hours in the morning. It was an eco hotel, so it was also very rustic. So I got knocks on the door to get a tarantula out of the room at all hours of the night, like crazy stuff all the time, in addition to my regular workday. And so it was a nonstop. I mean, I was going from seven o'clock in the morning, I would go for a run, come back, start work, and I'd be going until sometimes one in the morning. And it was a multi-million dollar business. So you would think on the outside, super successful, but I didn't feel successful because I was so stressed out all the time. Yeah. So that's, I agree actually that that's a big, big, big key to success is that courage. I would say courage is the right word, is the courage to do things your own way in a way that works for you, for anybody else, but for you. And don't let anybody say that that's wrong, right? That's- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Design your life how you want it. Yeah. That to me is success. Awesome. And like to create success, what do you think is needed? What are those ingredients? Well, courage, you just said it. (laughs) That's a huge part of it. But also mindset, having the beliefs that you can achieve the lifestyle that you want, that you deserve it, that it's possible for you and the confidence and the self, like all that stuff that you have what it takes to create this lifestyle that you want. Yeah. Which is where the, the energy work comes in, exactly, right? The mindset exactly. work and the man- yeah. mindset alchemy that you do, Holly. And I, yeah. I agree. Like, I think like all those negative beliefs and those limiting things, like they come up so often, pretty much like whenever we try to do anything <laughs> in our business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything that's outside the comfort zone, it's like, <laughs> so instead of just pushing through, which will mean that that same block, that same limiting belief will not only come up again, but it'll stop you from doing other stuff and bigger stuff. Why not nip it in the bud, right? And, And take care of it. So do you have any other techniques that you like working with maybe not yourself maybe not stuff that you're trained in but like what do you find works really well to kind of bust through those blocks besides your own process which I'm sure I think is one of the best (laughs) so with myself you know as you've said I use psych k and heart-centered energy work one process that I have a friend who does who I originally met her through psych k trainings we've done together she also does meta health and EAM, energy alignment method. And she combines those in a very interesting way. So she is my go-to person for health and wellness stuff. But interestingly, when you're working on energy and belief and mindset stuff around health and wellness stuff, it often comes back to business stuff. So 
it's like I'm going to her for health and wellness issues, but she knows the emotional triggers to specific ailments in the body. And so that helps me dig up stuff that indirectly ends up working on my business stuff. So yeah, so that's, I love her combination and the way she uses those two techniques together. So meta health and energy alignment method. Yeah, I love that you said that she's your go-to person because mm. I think that's really important, right? Not to kind of wait too long before yeah. you seek help in this area. Yeah. I mean, as we said before, like you can't always clear your own stuff in a way that's mm. really effective, right? You need that outside perspective. And I love the idea of having a go-to person to call on when the stuff kind of comes up because I find like that the longer I leave it for sure, like it just compounds and <laughs> grows. And <laughs> yeah, and keeps you stuck. Yeah, and it keeps you stuck, which is obviously not where any of us want to be. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that I really love asking successful women like yourself is if there was like one idea or one belief that you could download into like everybody's brains, you know, if there was one thing that you think if everybody kind of believed this or had this belief, the world would really be a better place. What would that be? I'm good enough. Just as I am right now, today, in this moment, I am good enough. Wow. I just got the chills when I said that. (laughs) That is the kind of underlying thing that underpins everything I do with the women I work with. Everything boils down to that, right? That I am good enough belief. Wow. Yeah, it would really be a different place, uh, the world, if we all believed that we were good enough, right? That's really awesome. Well, I think that's, that's it, Holly. Thank you so much. Uh, for being here, for talking to us and sharing all your expertise in this area. Maybe you can just tell everybody where they can find you online. Yeah, sure. Uh, So the central hub for everything is my website, hollywharton.com. And then that's H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-R-T-O-N.com. And from there, you can find links to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. So... Awesome. So make sure you check Holly out and thank you so much for listening to the Soul Smart podcast and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned at joannahennon.com slash blog. If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective at joannahennon.com slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness.